This is the LAW Podcast Series with Peter Gowers, the podcast to connect LAW members and have some fun talking about their personal and professional lives. Hello there, welcome. This is the LAW Podcast Series. My name is Peter Gowers. On this episode of the podcast, we're headed to Waikiki in Hawaii, and I'm going to be speaking with Matthew Pelkey, who's a managing partner at Collagen Law. Now, you might ask yourself, well, why would I be talking to him from Waikiki in Hawaii? Because that's where he is at the moment. Of course, he's based in Buffalo, New York. Matthew, welcome to the LAW podcast series. Thank you for having me, Peter. I'm glad to be here. Now, um, I guess we better ask. Uh, I did speak to one other member who wasn't in their home base when I recorded with them. What, what takes you to the beautiful Hawaii? So my wife is an attorney for the U.S. Army, and she had to come down here for a training. And, uh, you know, as the dutiful Army husband that I am, I, mm. uh, I said I had to join her. Yes. Uh, and, and so I've actually been working from here for the week, uh, which has been... Um, you know, it actually hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. Um, you know, I get up a little bit early, uh, start working around five and, you know, can get in a full day that actually lines up pretty nicely with uh, the folks back on the East Coast. That's good. And how's your surfing going? Uh, so we have surfing lessons uh, lined up for Sunday morning. So I will get back to you on that one. Um, I did some paddle boarding yesterday afternoon and uh, I'm looking forward to surfing lessons uh, this weekend. Brilliant. Please update us. I will. <laughs> so you're based in Buffalo, New York these days, but where are you from originally? So I'm originally from the Adirondacks in New York State, which is uh, sort of on the uppermost part of New York State. If you think of New York State as like a dog head, I'm like kind of up where the ears are. Um, so I'm from the mountains, um, high peaks area. If you know where Lake Placid is or Saranac Lake, uh, 1980 Olympics were held there. That's where I'm from. Uh, it's considerably colder than Waikiki, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how did you arrive eventually in, in Buffalo? Yeah, uh, kind of an interesting story. So I uh, grew up in a really small town, rural community, randomly got an opportunity to go on exchange to Australia, actually in Perth. Um, and without a whole lot of thought, just said yes. And uh, before I left for Perth, my mother said, you've got to apply to at least one college before you go. I don't trust that you're going to do it while you're there. Um, to my mother's credit, she was absolutely correct. Uh, so, so the university at Buffalo was the school that I just happened to choose to apply to, um, applied, went to Australia while I was there. 9 11 happened. I ended up extending my visa. I stayed longer, blew all my college admission deadlines of places that I intended to really go. And so Buffalo it was. Uh, and so I kind of accidentally ended up in Buffalo um, in the early 2000s. Never thought I'd stay. Um, got to know the community, got really involved, you know, obviously started a career there, went to law school, ended up really enjoying it. And now I've been there for, you know, going on 21, 22 years. And uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. Wow. And look, I'm sure most in the uh, US would know this, but as a music lover myself, 
you know, Buffalo is one of those places that has featured some amazing concerts over the years. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, we, we do get some good shows through there. Now, what uh, inspired you to pursue your career in law? You know, I was a law or a, a paralegal when I was an undergrad, just as a part-time work so that I could make some money. Uh, it was better than working at the mall. And, you know, I think at some point I realized, I was like, you know, I don't mind this work. And I was like, you know, I could do this, I think. And so um, I think that was my initial interest in law. And then at some point I realized that I always kind of had an interest in economic development and economic policy and finance and that I could kind of blend the two. And, you know, I could get involved in sort of M&A activity and finance law. Um, and so that that was kind of what drove me towards it. And, you know, I went to law school. It was a finance uh, transaction concentration. And, uh, yeah, that's how I ended up there. Okay. And which areas of law do you spend most of your time practicing? So a lot of uh, M&A activity, mergers and acquisitions. Uh, I do a lot of financing as well. Um, and within that sort of broader spectrum, I do a lot of venture capital work, uh, a lot of work with startups, high growth tech companies, um, general small businesses as well, and just sort of more general corporate work uh, that kind of falls underneath that umbrella. Mm. And your firm, Matthew, I-, I noticed when I sort of did some research and looked at the website before we spoke, and um, unlike most of the other LAW member firms that I've seen, it sort of really seems to hone in and specialize in the business sector. Yeah, we are definitely a, a business services firm. Um, we always have been. We've structured it that from the start. That was always the vision. We've added pieces where it's made sense. So if we have clients with particular needs or there's some synergy with a practice area or we see a practice area developing that's going to impact our clients, we have tried to be pretty thoughtful about adding those pieces where it makes sense. But, you know, broadly speaking, yeah, we're, we're within business services for sure. And is that because when it was originally set up, there was a, just a, a much needed requirement for a firm in Buffalo to provide those? Or was it just a, an area that you got into by default? Or how did that work? You know, for me personally, it wasn't always an area I had interest in. And so I was developing those relationships. I was working with those individuals. Um, you know, that was where my network was developed. For the broader firm, and, you know, I, I wasn't at the firm when it started. So some of this is just sort of knowledge that's been passed down. Um, my guess is it's probably pretty similar for those folks who were involved. Um, our firm broke off from a larger firm, you know, over a decade ago. Um, and really it was a split of, the sort of business corporate transactional group in what had been the, we'll call it other services that weren't really business services. And and not that you can't have those two within a firm, um, but there are some challenges sometimes given the, the business models and the economic models. And so, you know, I think in that prior iteration of the firm, there was just some reconcilable differences and the business transactional folks said, you know, it makes sense for us to go do this. And, you know, I think David Colligan, my partner, you know, had a vision, you know, to build a firm around that. Um, and the time that he did that was a perfect time in Buffalo because it it happened at the same time that you really saw a resurgence in the economy there. You saw uh, a, a developing young entrepreneurial startup finance, you know, uh, ecosystem that didn't exist really previously. And so I think, you know, by design and probably also a little bit of luck in terms of timing, um, you know, you just happened to kind of start that at the time where there was a need for it. And so, you know, we were certainly one of the first firms to, you know, plant a flag in that ground. And we've been doing so for over 10 years. What's the population of Buffalo? 
So it depends on what you qualify as Buffalo. But if you look at the right, uh, if you look at the metropolitan area as a whole, it's right around a million people. Uh, if you're looking at the city proper, I think we're just under 300, somewhere between 250 and 300. Okay. So it's significant either way. Yeah. All right, let's get outside the office. Uh, I say this every time, but no doubt as the uh, managing partner of a law firm, most of your time is taken up with uh, doing your job and, and you know being with your head stuck in the business. But you are in Hawaii talking to me today <laughs> and you will be hitting the waves in a few days' time. So uh, what sort of hobbies do you enjoy outside of the office? Yeah, so I... Um you know, I'm definitely someone who loves the outdoors. You know, I grew up in the mountains. I love hiking. I love climbing um, in all seasons. And even though I'm here in the sun and the surf, um, you know, I enjoy the snow and the ice and the cold as well. Um, you know, so um, anything I can do outdoors, whether that be surfing, hiking, um, you know, I used to competitively sail. Um, some other hobbies that I really enjoy. Um, I'm, I'm big into CrossFit. So, um, you know, if I'm not... Uh, you know, if I'm not in Buffalo where I have my own CrossFit gym, um, you know, usually I try to find a local box that I can stop in on. Actually, this morning I stopped in at the CrossFit Oahu gym and, uh, you know, shout out to them. Um, and, uh, you know, was, uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised. Great facility. So, uh, yeah, those are probably the, the primary hobbies. The CrossFit community is a, a very tight community, aren't they? They're welcoming wherever you go in the world. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's... Um, most of them are set up for drop-ins for people from all over the globe. Actually, when we were in Sydney, I meant to get over to one of the gyms there. And unfortunately, you know, with how packed the schedule is, just never made it. But, um, you know, it, it, is a, it is a very tight-knit community. Mm. For those who aren't necessarily into CrossFit or particularly familiar with it, could you just give us a, a brief rundown of exactly what it entails? Yeah. So it is uh, it is high interval training under varying uh, degrees of exercise. So um, basically think of, you know, high intensity cardio workouts with weights. And so it is a full body, um, you know, strength training plus cardio Um you know, I started it, frankly, coming out of COVID, uh, I had gained, you know, some weight. And uh, my wife suggested that, you know, maybe I start exercising and she had done CrossFit. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll check it out. Um, but I loved the community. And it's at some point, I learned that it was a tremendous uh, outlet for stress release. And so, especially in the field that we're in, you know, it can be a high stressful field. Um, having that outlet for stress and anxiety and the ability to just decompress, disconnect, um, get your endorphins running, you know, has been great. And, uh, you know, I started out doing it two, three days a week and now I'm up to five to six days a week and, uh, I'm hard pressed to remember to make sure I take a day to rest. And am I right in saying that, you know, every gym that you, or cross, you call it a box, don't you? Box, CrossFit gym, it's all the yeah. same. Yeah. Okay. So every venue that you go to, wherever it is, it's instant, like there's no, or where's this, where's that? You, you, it's all sort of laid out the same or similar? Um, they're similar. I mean, I would say there's a familiarity of, you know, okay, it's, you know, the same pieces of equipment, the general same elements. And so if you've done CrossFit in one location, you can pretty quickly pick it up in another. There might be some unique you know, rules that a gym has, um, you know, and as long as you're a reasonable person and you, you know, are polite and you ask questions, you know, you're going to be good. Um, you know, it's, I think one of the things I've really enjoyed is that, you know, I can be in Waikiki and stop into the local gym and, you know, they've got, you know, great classes. And I think that is one difference too, from, 
maybe what you would think of in a traditional gym. Like there's programming and it's structured. Mm-hmm. So you show up, you know, it's a, most of the time it's a group class. You might be with five people. You might be with 50 people. Um, you know, they'll do sort of an instructional warm up component. And then there's usually what they call like the workout of the day, which is, you know, some high intensity time-based thing that you're doing. Uh, it's fun. There's a competitive nature to it. People, you know, are, are you know generally really good human beings that participate in it. And, you know, you find folks from all walks of life, finance, banking, um, you know, healthcare, you know, it really does attract a broad spectrum of people. Yeah. And, and as I said, it, it is uh, quite a community. It's not something that I'm personally involved with, but my wife's in that sort of fitness industry and it's something we've talked about a lot, but it's, it's, uh, there's always very positive things to be said about CrossFit. Yeah, I've, I've loved it. And, and I'll say that I didn't expect to. Um, I was pretty reluctant. Um, I think I told my wife it was a cult a few times, uh, <laughs> which maybe is just, you know, now that I'm saying, yeah, hey, it's great. Maybe that's what cult members say. I've been fully indoctrinated. Um, but it really is a great community. Um, I've made some tremendous friends there. You know, my gym in Buffalo, which is quarter deck athletics, does a really, really good job of being inclusive, uh, respectful, some really great people that are part of that community. And I like the way that you initially got involved when uh, you, <laughs> your wife suggested <laughs> it may be best for you. <laughs> Maybe we want to think about exercising, Matt. <laughs> it's a very diplomatic way to put it. Yeah. Yep, yep. Usually they are, which is helpful. There's, <laughs> there's nothing lost in the interpretation. <laughs> It's like, thanks, honey. All right. I see. <laughs> I'll go to the gym now, shall I? Yeah. So, Matthew, just finally, uh, this is a question that we've asked all of the members, and um, we've sort of slightly broadened it because it was it was creating a stumbling block where we were asking people to suggest one person from another member firm. We've now elaborated and made that slightly more where it can be a person or persons uh, from other member firms in LAW that have either inspired you or perhaps influenced you, maybe helped you in some way professionally or personally, uh, who would they be and why? Yeah, you know, I when I saw this question, I was giving it some thought and it kind of came back to one group of people. And and for those who are involved in the LAW network, you know, maybe this is, you know, going to elicit a little bit of a chuckle, but... Um, the Canadian member firms. Um, and, and maybe it's Buffalo's proximity to Canada. You know, hmm. me growing up in northern New York, I always felt a little bit more a part of Canada. But they, especially when I came into LAW, um, you know, as an active participant, my firm's been a member for a while, but it's, you know, probably only been four or five years from me. It was the Canadian contingency. And I say that because there's several of them and this yeah. applies to all of you, you know, um, they were incredibly welcoming, incredibly hot, you know, uh, the hospitality was, was fantastic. And there's a lot of, you know, the network there was really easy to work with. Um, you know, anytime that we've needed something, my firms needed something, Every single one of them has been more than happy to help. Um, and it, it made me realize, you know, really what the broader community was that was part of LAW. And mm. I think for me personally, that was sort of the moment where I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. Um, and prior to that, there was maybe, you know, much like CrossFit, I had a little bit of reluctance and sort of, you know, okay, this seems like a glorified travel club. Um, you know, really developing those relationships with the Canadian contingency, um, you know, solidified my value uh, that I got out of it. And I think, you know, since then, you know, we've had great relationships. And every time there's one of these meetings, I look forward, not 
of course, seeing everybody, but but always, you know, there's that special place in my heart for, for all the Canadian firms. Interesting you say that because I've actually interviewed a couple of the Canadian members. And one of the things that uh, Natalie Timchuk said to me was that, uh, that the Canadian firms often get together independently maybe a couple of times a year. And I must admit, I was a bit surprised by that because, I mean, I guess technically uh, they would be competitors in some areas, but the way that they treat that and deal with that makes it so much better for each of the firms and that it produces way better results than if they were sort of independent of each other. Well, and to touch on a point in your question was how did they inspire you? That absolutely inspired us. We have a, a sort of Great Lakes Midwest subgroup, we'll call it loosely. And, you know, we saw what the Canadian member firms were doing with these sort of independent meetings, you know, meetups. And we said, you know, what? Why, why don't we do that? We have a very similar market we serve, you know, geographically. Um, it probably makes sense for this sort of Midwest Great Lakes region to, to adopt this approach with Canadian. Yes. We're competitors to some degree, but, you know, if we all work collaboratively in making that pie bigger, um, you know, we, we all benefit from that. And I think, you know, that has been a very concrete example of something the Canadians did that inspired myself and I'm sure many others to look at, okay, how do we operate collaboratively in a way that creates value for more people uh, and make that pie bigger? Mm, and I guess ultimately that is the LAW mantra. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And so for me, right... First step in, I think, you know, I was just comfortable, you know, spending time with the Canadian firms, you know, given my proximity to Canada and but but getting to know them, getting to know Natalie, right, for example, um, really opened up my perspective to, OK, you know, this is this is a great model and there's a lot of value there. Matthew, it's been great chatting to you. Enjoy your surfing. And uh, thanks for joining me on the LAW podcast series. Absolutely. Thank you, Peter. That was Matthew Pelkey from Colligan Law, based in Buffalo, New York, but of course, talking to me today from the beautiful Waikiki in Hawaii. I'll catch you again on the next episode of the LAW podcast series. You've been listening to the Lawyers Associated Worldwide podcast series with Peter Gowers, the podcast where LAW members go one-on-one to discuss their professional and personal lives. More episodes coming soon.